Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com here with the name you know. We interviewed him in Lexington, Kentucky, right before the pandemic. But now, man, things have changed. He's, he's back in the tag team division, has a huge tag team title match. On July 17th at Impact Slammiversary, along with Rich Swan taking on Violent by Design, TJP and Falaba, and the Good Brothers. We got Willie Mack. Willie, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good so far, man. Just chilling, relaxing, getting amped up for the show. I mean, it, yeah, getting amped up for the show. Fans are back. How's that make you feel? It made me feel good. It's been like a year and some change and not being in front of real folks. Just the empty arena kind of sucks. <laughs> but getting back out in there, getting the bask in the ambiance and all that great stuff, you never realize how much you miss fans until they ain't there. Well, they back. We're going to have entertainment for them. What did the pandemic era teach you? Like, Were, were there any things that, that not having an audience – um, that, that maybe you picked up on or you added to your game or you, you improved on that you wouldn't have been otherwise? Or, uh, like, like, how was that for you? Eh, it was different, but it taught me how to, like, a bunch of us how to work around with not having people around us because, like, we feed off of people with energy and get us hyped up to do, like, the next move or whatever we're doing. But, Without a mayor, you had to figure out a way to get yourself hyped up and carry you through like some of those twenty to thirty minute matches. So, uh, as I mentioned, Slammiversary, yourself, Rich Swan, uh, you're, you're back together. And I remember the last time I spoke to you, it was in Lexington, and Rich Swan was out with a pretty debilitating injury. And you were like, "There's always going to be love there. He's always going to be my friend." But you weren't sure if you all would eventually team up again. Uh, what led to this personally, and, and how do you feel? I mean, he since then, he's become Impact uh, World Champion at one point. Well, you always return to what you, what you know it. Like, you always go back home. So yeah. even though we were split apart doing our own singles thing, 
we knew at some point we was going to come back together and get some unfinished business done. Because you know last time me and him was going for the titles at Hard to Kill, he got injured around that time. So here we go full circle like a year later and, and trying to capitalize on that opportunity. And, I mean, it is a big opportunity. We've seen Good Brothers pop up a little bit of everywhere. And you're no you're no uh, stranger to that. I remember at one point, you even though you all had filmed Lucha Underground like a year before that, you were on Lucha Underground. You were doing stuff with NWA, Ring of Honor, yep. and Impact all at the same time. Um, <laughs> now that you see some of these doors being knocked down, how does that make you feel as a person who has balanced that in the past? Well, it's cool to see everybody working together and all these opportunities popping up. Like you said, I was one of the first. It was weird, like, looking up, seeing me on Wednesday night on Lucha Underground, then, like, Friday, Saturday, seeing me on an NWA all week show, and then at a pay-per-view for Impact Wrestling, I was like, wait, there's only one more place he could go, but what, can he do it? I'm like, nah. But, yeah, it's great to see things like that happen. Hopefully, since people are coming back to shows, it doesn't close up the relationships. You know what I mean? Because that would suck. Uh, Is there anywhere specifically that you look at and you're like, man, I'd I'd like to do an appearance there? Oh, there's plenty of places. New Japan, AEW, RHN. Just like anything to see you like. Because it's always, you know, you're going to have, like, some of the same people, but some folks you ain't never tangled up with, and you'll get the chance to have these once first-time meetings and stuff like that. So I like to get a couple of those out of the way. So that period that I mentioned where you're working, like, four different places, how was that for you to balance? Like, as Because, I mean, obviously Impact offered you the contract. That's where you wanted to be. You've been there ever since. How was that for you to balance? Were you getting contract offers from multiple places like how how was that working uh, i don't know it's just some stuff that happened like i was just going out doing my own thing at the time because lucha underground i was there we was off and so i could take bookings in between so i could get my own thing until finally somebody finally got me down and was like all right we want to lock you down for a minute i'm like okay I'm down for that. Better be talking some good stuff, though, <laughs> and some good matches. So it's, I mean, it's it's interesting to see how, how versatile you've been there because a lot of these places have different filming styles, different wrestling styles, any, any, any number of things that set them apart. How would you compare wrestling on TV for each of those places? Because some of them are same and some of them seem like they'd be different. Uh, well, that's what the name professional wrestler comes into play. I got to be professional, and as long as I know how to do some wrestling, it don't matter. Because I know what a hard cam is, I know what a four Roman cameras is, and I know what a jib cam is. So as long as you know that, and you know your crowd, like if you're in New York, you know they're going to be rowdy. If you're in California, you know they're going to be ready for anything. If you're down south, you know they like to take it a little slow. Just be prepared for it. And uh, we, we had mentioned, like, 
things are opening up, things are changing. We saw you do, I think, if probably a lot less independent events during the pandemic. Was that a concentrated effort on your part, or was it was it more just, you know, you were kind of surveying the world, or maybe maybe things weren't just weren't available at that point. Oh no, I stayed myself in the house during that pandemic thing. I was like, hell no, I ain't about to go outside and do nothing stupid. I mean, that's a responsible so, thing. I mean, that's that's smart of you. Yeah, especially since I know I got to go out there and wrestle with other people and have, like, contact with them. I don't want to give them, like, fix or nothing. And have, like, incomes get stopped and everything like that on families getting the food and stuff. So I'm like, now nah, I'm going to stay in the house. And then once it got a little bit calmed down, that's when I was like, all right, we can go do the shows and, yeah, take it. Little by little, hopefully. So, um, also, uh, I've noticed you're a mouth guard guy. I'm a mouth guard guy. Always, like, I even train with train with mine in, like, doing bumps or anything like that. What made you decide to start wrestling with a mouth guard in? Well, my fifth or sixth match in the business, somebody did a tope suicida on me. <laughs> and somehow... My face didn't touch the ground, but I put my middle finger up against in between my teeth, and the whole layer of my teeth was in my finger. I'm like, how? My my face didn't even hit the ground. So from that day forward, I said, no more. I'm wearing a mouth guard. I don't care. I like my teeth. <laughs> how does that affect? Like, does it affect your breathing? Does it affect anything? I mean, it's got to be a net positive because you still do it. And not that many people do it. Are you surprised by that? Yeah, I am surprised because, like, when you don't have it in there, it's kind of scary. Like, I'll freak out, like, before my matches. Like, if I like, go out and don't realize I don't have my mouth piece here, because it'll be, like, a little trip. But it doesn't really affect my breathing because I mold mine, like, how you're supposed to, like, put it in some hot water and mold it to your teeth. So yeah. to stay up in there, so yeah, I got it down to the a good little formula. So uh, we mentioned Slammiversary. You got four categorically different teams: yourself and Rich Swan, TJP and Falaba, Violence by Design, uh, the Good Brothers. Now, one one of the things that, that makes you such a popular wrestler is your ability to adapt. I mean, you're adapting to any style, any any type of thing. It's it's never out of your depth. What are you looking at? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. For each one of these people, like, like, do you prepare differently? Do like, is there anybody specifically in this match you're excited to mix it up with? Well, I go into every match the same with an open brain. Because <laughs> it's like, if you over prepare, then you got to worry about the other three people. But like, if you go in and just be ready for anything, it ain't nothing to feel. But a few people I probably would like to mix it up with. You know, I like to mix it up with the big dude. Yeah. So, of course, Gallo, uh, Big Joe Doring, and Fala Bizarre. So I'm always... Those are some people. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Those are some people I like to change it up with. And, I mean, Slammiversary not, isn't just the, the only thing with fans coming back. The, the tapings in general, I, I mean, I know that those taping schedules can be brutal. I mean, they can be constant. They can be long, uh, and you're packing a lot of stuff in there. How do you look for that to change or adjust now with fans? Because, uh, I mean, maybe maybe the schedule will adjust a little bit? Well, maybe. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see and find out because, yeah, after the TV days is hella long and they usually try to pack a lot down there so we have to be ready like, oh, you got two matches? Oh, you got three today? Oh, you got this? <laughs> and it might change up, but who knows until it happens. I like to do a segment on here. It's the opposite of, of what we see online. A lot of times people have those YouTube videos and it says like, Willie Mac shoots hard on somebody where, where you're saying something mean. We like to ask people to shoot softly. So I'm going to ask you to say something nice about each person I bring up. That sound good? Uh, I could try. We'll, we'll start with a guy who you teamed up with a few months back, Chris Saban. Oh, Chris Saban is one of the coolest dudes ever. I met him back in the day at PWG as a fan. Told him how much I loved his work. And then years later, I ended up getting on the same shows as him and working with them side by side, closely in Impact. So he's a cool-ass dude, and he never ages. He's like Keanu Reeves and Will Smith. He's a vampire. Uh, a guy that uh, you, you came to know, Johnny Swinger. Yeah. Johnny Swinger's place, yeah, his heart is in the right place. But he's just old dude stuck in the past. But he's still popular with the fans somehow. He's got his own palace. He's making money that he ain't spending somehow. I don't see how you don't spend a big old wad of money. But he's a good dude, good brother, and smells like hot stuff. <laughs> uh, a guy who has been really taking the wrestling world by storm in Impact Wrestling, Josh Alexander. He's had some breakout performances lately. Yep. Josh Alexander's pretty cool. Ball-headed dude from Canada. I wrestled twice. And, uh, yeah, he came a long way. 
Actually, he hasn't come a long way. He finally getting noticed because this dude has been awesome since the first time I met him. Even though at the Melrose Ballroom, I was upstairs taking me a dumpsky, and he forgot to knock on the door, and there I am just looking him straight in his eyes. When he opened the door, and I'm sitting on the toilet. Oh my God! Um, did did he sell for it? Like, how did he react? Well, he reacted the normal way, I guess, even though, because I guess the bathroom door doesn't lock up there. I swear I locked it, and he was like, why are you up there taking it down with the door unlocked? I'm like, I didn't, I locked it. And I hear somebody yelling from across the room, yeah, that door doesn't lock. Oh, have things been weird for you all ever since? I'll bring it up every once in a while just to see him crack a smile. Oh, man. Uh, we'll end this segment with a woman who just made her return to Impact Wrestling, Taylor Wilde. She took a bunch of years off and came back and looked great. Yeah, she's a nice lady. She came back after all that time and doesn't look like she lost a step. And hopefully we see her back in that title picture one more time. And then she'll make history after taking how many years off? Got like a decade off. I mean, she was going to come back last year, but the pandemic prevented it. So I assume she just spent the whole year training. Yeah. I you take 10 years off and come back and look the same, it's not better. But it, it looked like somebody, like when they, they put a YouTube video on and they put the speed at like one and a half, like she was so fast in the ring uh, after taking so so long off. Uh, you mentioned the title picture. Your, your partner, Rich Swan has achieved that. Like, what are your goals there? I mean, obviously, the, the Impact World title's got to be something that, that you want to go after. No, hell yeah. That's what everybody in wrestling wants to be is the world champion, like the main top dude, the face of the company. And I hope one day, once I get old enough and have some kids or something, grandkids, you can look back at a video vote and be like, hey, your pops was the world champion of this place. And they'll be like, oh, that's cool, granddad. Oh, we don't care, daddy. Stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm trying to get as many championships and have many memories with me and Rich as possible. So, uh, as we wrap up, in doing my research, I found an interesting match that you were in in 2010, and I hope you remember it. It was a 159-man battle royal. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, the AWS yes. arena. Yeah, Frankenstein. How does that come, come together? How do you even put it together? Like, I'm so interested in this. I don't know. You don't put it together. It kind of <laughs> just happens. Because it was like a three rings. Actually, yeah, it was three rings, and the funniest thing happened, like the promoter, was like, I think number 150, and as soon as he got in the ring and punched somebody, one of the rings broke. Oh. Like the middle ring broke, so a lot of us powdered out to the second, the secondary rings, like on the opposite sides of the middle. <laughs> you never see so many people scatter and take the tumble roll. <laughs> there, were, there were some interesting names in there, like Scorpio Sky was in there, and you were in there. I remember I posted a tweet about it, and, like, three people that were in that match were like, yeah, I was in that. Yep. Scorpio Sky, 
the awesome plague, the disco machine. Baby Slim was in that. I remember. I remember watching him all yep. the time. I think Alcatraz was in it, and Aaron Aguilera at some point. Oh yeah. So like when when you're doing that, do they just say, "Hey, eliminate yourself whenever you want"? Like, how do you even work that out? <laughs> I have no clue how that happened because I was just I was just happy to be a part of it. It was the craziest thing ever, but I was like, all right, I ain't touching too many people. I'm just going to stay around and get the hell out because that's a lot of bodies moving around in the ring. Well, you're, you're also... Because I think one was like a 20, one was an 18, and one was a 16. So there was like three different so, size rings. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep, and we end up having to go to the 16 and the 18 because the 20 is the one that broke in the middle. That is wild. That is wild. Well, there's going to be a lot of uh, bodies flying around at Slammiversary. Four-way tag team title match. Willie Mack is a part of that. Willie, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on again. Two-time guest, I think. Yeah, you are. You are. Hopefully, Hopefully next time it's in person now that the world is is opening up again. But, guys, check it out. Slammiversary, July 17th. Willie Mack, thank you so much. Yeah. Until next time, guys, we're out.